is time for the award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Bikini selfie saved a woman's life? Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin... All right, Kevin, it is news time, and news is brought to you by Les Schwab Tire. Well, 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 we have something free for you today. Who wouldn't like something free? I love free yeah. things. And you love this place that's doing it, too. Taco Bell Ooh. is giving away free nacho cheese Doritos Locos Tacos today yes. in the drive throughs of participating locations as part of the coronavirus response. No purchase is necessary, but the offer is only available while supplies last. Nice. That is according to the CEO, Mark King, of Taco Bell. Wow. He just said it's a small way for us to say thank you for the ways you're showing up with your communities, doing the things you can. And he, he just said it's one of those things where, listen, we're fortunate enough to still be open and still serving food to people. So that. He feels like, you know, is th- th- he's, it's a blessed situation for them that they still get to do that. That's awesome. That is fantastic. Hey, that reminds me, by the way, you guys, I wanted to mention something about the uh, Grub and Growlers thing that we're doing. If you haven't picked up on that yet, you can go to the big 999coyotecountry.com and you can see all of the local restaurants and all that stuff that's open. And, you know, the, mostly, of course, are, you know, obviously all of our either takeout or delivery. The list, have you seen the list of all these restaurants? And you can nominate other restaurants. Like you can you can say, oh, yeah, hey, uh, you know, you missed such and such. And you could submit the local bar or restaurant there. The list of, of places that are serving, you know, either curbside or delivery is amazing. And you might be yeah. shocked at how many people are doing it. And it's kind of a good reminder that, you know, because you know how it is. You get in your own world and your own bubble and you're like, oh, there's only like three or four places. No, there's like, I'm going to guess if you looked at that. Have you seen the list lately, you guys? Negative. Uh, I did. I looked at it the other day. And it, Jay, it blows my mind because, I, I, again, go creativity or whatever. Just places that have never done that before. The way that they're making it work. Some of the ideas they've come up with to continue to make them able to sell some product. And, you know, it's great. I, I would just say if your favorite place or your thought, you thought, oh, there's no way so-and-so is doing it. Check out the list, Grubs and Growlers, and you will see just how many there are slim there's got to be like 180 places on there that's awesome it's unreal yeah it's fantastic so anyway that's on our website just you know when you kevin when you said that it made me think about it so anyway absolutely you can go to no, the 999coyotecountry.com and see it and you'll just click on the grub and growlers link and man you'll be you'll be shocked Slim, have you guys done any of the cocktails or anything to go yet no but I, I i know a couple of places that are doing it and it Made me really excited. I had not heard about it until this weekend. Okay, yeah, and I th- I don't know how many how, how long they've been doing it, but it's one of those where uh, it's just, it's a good idea, right? It's just a fun. Oh yeah, you get your dinner, you get your whatever, and why not just have some made up packaged cocktails to go with you? I love it. I think it's a gr- I think it's very fun. I think it's again super creative, and the places that are doing it, kudos, hats off. Yeah, uh, yes, sure. very good job. And I know a place that always helps us out with the uh, food drive 
so I'll give him a little love. I don't know. I think TC was going to make sure they got on the Grubs and Growlers, but his favorite place, the Happy Time Tavern, hey. just announced that they were going to be doing you know food Good. to go along with takeout liquor and beer. You know, nice. they had it all go. I like that's a fun little different little packages yeah. or whatever. And Judy did it from yeah. a great place in Coeur d'Alene the other night. I wish I could, can't remember the name of the place. Doggone it! But and their their concept was pretty cool. They just do one meal every day, where it's just like that day she went and she got mashed potatoes, uh, meatloaf, and they had like soup and something else. So it was like a meal all ready to go, and you could either buy it for two, four, or more. So oh, like there wow. was like three different prices of this, and then they also had the cocktails that you could get to go or whatever. It was really, I was like, that's I did the creativity again. People coming up with the the way to make the best of a worse situation. Yes. It's pretty that's awesome. A, that's pretty smart for them too, because they can only make then that way they make just one meal and they know what they're doing. And uh, yeah, the, good for them. Sure. Well done. Yep. And so it, just a lot of creativity. And again, back to the Taco Bell thing. Uh, also, Yum Brand CEO David Gibbs, that's the people who own Taco Bell, will forego his 2020 salary to help company workers and has voluntarily elected to forego all salary compensation for the remainder of 2020 just to help out. So I love it. when you hear those stories, it's it's always great to know. I also think it makes it easier for you to want to support that place, right? I agree. Yes, Absolutely. And Yum yeah. Brand, let's see, they own KFC, Pizza Hut, KFC, Taco Bell, and the Habit Grill, which we do not have. Sounds oh. great, though. The Habit Grill. Does sound yeah, cool. I like it. Not as the good Habit as the Habit Grill. Hobbit sounds grill. better than the Hobbit yeah, Grill. Yeah, Hobbit Grill. It does. Small yes. food. Small portions. <laughs> Very small. Now, we love creativity. And we love younger people who are being responsible. Uh, there is no doubt. I'm happy to be at where I am in my life because it's easier to understand all this and stay home, right? But it's tough if you're a teenager or a uh, you know, college-age kid. Mm-hmm. First of all, you think you're invincible anyways, right? Yes. We all know that. We were all there at one point. So it's a hard thing to try to listen and do the right thing throughout this just because it's not what you're used to. But there's a lot of kids doing a great job, staying home, doing the right thing, and that's what we got to keep doing. Now, some kids who have done that, they're students, and they are, well, they're bored. They're bored out of their mind, so they need to be creative. They've been watching a lot of stuff on Netflix. So what they've decided was to try to make other people stay inside like they are. They are now buying billboards and posting Netflix spoilers on the billboards all around the world. <laughs> such a jerk wow. move. <laughs> that is such a jerk move. <laughs> is it a jerk move? Because yeah. they say if you just stay home, you won't have this problem. I love it. I mean, I get it. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's they, true, but you know somebody's going to take a picture of the billboard and post it, so now even yeah. if you're home, you might see it. Now, here's the neat thing that they're doing. This... Some of them are fake. Some are real. That's funny. Now, that's hilarious. So it's one of those where they they just put up stuff that may not be true at all. They might tell you exactly, you know, who did or did not get married on Love is Blind this season. Whoa! I'll just throw (laughs) it up there and say, you know, 
Gigi did not get married. <laughs> you're like, what? That would ruin it for you if you're watching the show. It, it, it would be a bummer. How are these guys paying for these billboards? They're like staying at home. They're supposed to be college kids. Uh, yeah, Jay, I don't know. It doesn't really say. I suppose, you know, probably their parents' money or whatever that they're supposed <laughs> to go to school that they're not going to anymore. Right. Yeah, you're getting the refund on the meal plan, so you're going to go ahead and spend that on a billboard. It's a pretty fun idea, though. I, I like that, you know, their whole thing is they're pushing the stay the blank home hashtag all with, you know, with all the stuff that's going viral on that. That's kind so, of funny. Again, yeah. The message, not bad, just a funny, creative way to get it done. And finally today, I'll bring you this one. A man allegedly teaching his dog to drive has been arrested after leading troopers on a high-speed chase. Wait, was this the one that was in Seattle? Yep. Jay, (sighs) well, the Seattle area, Lakewood, Washington. Yeah. I hit two cars, separate occasions, failed to stop. Troopers then began to try to pull him over. He took off on a high-speed chase on I-5. No major injuries were reported. That's the good news. <laughs> he was guy. driving very erratically. Uh, they finally pulled him over. He got to 109 miles an hour, by the way. Oh! Woo! When they Doggy. finally got him pulled over, the man said he was just teaching his dog how to drive. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. No better time. I mean, oh, wow. Boredom has set in. Like, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to go teach Rover how to drive. Oh, okay. Well, have fun. Be safe. See you home. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, man, yeah, luckily it ended with, you know, no nobody getting hurt, anything else. But this dog apparently drives pretty well. 109 miles an hour. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Can I can I get a sixty ounce mocha? You guys do sixty ounce. Kevin James. What about two thirty two ounces? What about two thirty two ounces? What about six ten ounces? What about six ten ounces? Or ten six ounces? The Jay and Kevin show on the big ninety nine nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, here we go. Listener letter time. And feel free to uh, respond on our text line at 434-8623. Kev. All right, well, she has two kids and a husband. Husband is considered an essential worker during this time, so he leaves the house for work each day. The He works in law enforcement community. Thank you to him, by the way. We are running very low on toilet paper. I tried to find some yesterday but struck out and don't have the time with the boys to be looking all day for TP. Here's the deal. I have two rolls, and I hid those for myself and have not used them yet, and I don't want anyone to know that I have them. If we were to run out, I would use them, and I don't think I would just let anyone else know that I have them. Am I, the, I am the only woman in the house, and I need toilet paper in my life. I can't be without. Sometimes I feel guilty. Sometimes I don't. I feel like I deserve it being here all day with the boys and trying to take care of everything. 
Am I a bad mom or a bad wife? Or is it okay that I'm hiding some toilet paper? Like I said, I feel guilty sometimes. Thanks. Sneaky Sally. By the way, that's my fake name. <laughs> what a great so, one. Sneaky so Sally. So Sneaky Sally is not her actual name, just in case you it were curious. Not. It is not. <laughs> She's trying to stay safe because her husband's in law enforcement. If he's listening, he might be able to solve that crime that she mm-hmm. is hiding toilet paper. Four three four eight six two three. That's the text line, or you can uh, chime in on our Facebook page, Jay and Kevin Show. What's up with Facebook? What are they saying? Oh man, it's all over the place, and it is getting heated on Facebook today already. Christina says so. Cleaning the boys' shorts is more appealing. Ah. Interesting question. Uh, that's a bad mom move. Family comes first. Linda says, nah, you are entitled to your secret toilet paper. It's all right. <laughs> Christy says, this is so ridiculous. I'm sure you've been to the store for groceries. Buy toilet paper. Well, it said in the letter she was there and there wasn't any. Now, you may have to adjust your time that you go to the store to earlier in the day, but there is toilet paper in the stores. I walked right into Costco. Bam, toilet paper. Went to right. Fred Meyer. Guess what? Toilet paper. I went to Walmart. They even had toilet paper. Settle down, Christy. I mean, I understand Christy's point that it is getting better, I think. Well, and Christy, get, get me one, toilet. please. <laughs> but I will admit the last time I went, they didn't have any. So it's still – and she's right. You may have to adjust your schedule, go earlier in the day. That that seems to be the case. But uh, August says, keep your stash, but inform your partner that you are low and that he should keep an eye out for some TP while he's out at work. Yeah. Uh, uh, then there's this. It gets a little a little heated here, Jay. Back and forth, okay? Jamie says, I think they need it to wipe the poo off their butt just like you do. Right. Get up, wait outside the stores, and get some toilet paper for your family. It's what you do. Put them first. Whoa. Then Tracy said, people, it's just toilet paper. It isn't like she's withholding food from them. <laughs> they'll conserve if they don't know they have it and you're not a bad mom or a bad wife to which Jamie responds Tracy this is so funny and hilarious she is withholding necessities from her children you're right this is the new age mom me first the snowflake way <laughs> wow uh, texters are uh, saying, you know, well, you'd rather live in a house with boys that w- that don't wipe. That sounds. That's stingy. what I was. Yeah, you gotta yeah, have you gotta give them toilet saying. paper. Uh, every law enforcement officer listening right now is wondering if that's their wife. Followed by, yeah. uh, thanks, honey, for going to work every day to provide for our family. Now get your own toilet paper. Selfish much? What? Well, and the other problem is uh, you're going to set a very dangerous precedent because as soon as you can take things away that boys need to do and you let them know that they don't have to do it anymore, I'll never wipe again. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a big problem for the boys. They're just going to be like, oh, cool, we don't have toilet paper, whatever, pants back up, let's go play. Cool, this is one less step. It doesn't say. Oh, man. Yeah, I think you're going to have to adjust your schedule. Go get some toilet paper. I mean, honestly, I don't feel like it's that low. I feel like you just have to go at a different time. It sounds like they're of an age that it's young enough that you don't want to take them into the store, which brings up a whole other thing. The taking your kids into the store, I felt bad because somebody the other day was telling me that they took their kids into the store. I can't remember who the heck it was, but they took their kids into the store, and they're like, 
they just had got the dirtiest looks from everybody in the store. Like, why are your kids in the store? And they're like, well, because I don't know what else to do with them. Right. <laughs> do I leave them in the car? You know, what do I do? Like, there's, there's not, there wasn't an option for that person. And she's like, yeah, it was weird, the dirty looks I got from people having kids in the store. Which, listen, perfect scenario, you don't have to take the kids in. But it's not always a perfect scenario. So that's an interesting thing, too, where she probably doesn't want to, you know, get up and take the kids into the store right away. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. But, yeah, that does put you in a bit of a pinch if you're, you know, single parent or maybe like your spouse is working and you're trying to get to the store to get some essentials. And the next thing you know, you have, you know, what are you going to do with your children? You can't leave them home alone because they're not old enough. Can't really leave them in the car. That's supposed to be a no-no. So what is it you do? It's a problem I haven't had to have. And I'm like, yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. I, I don't know. That's because you're right. And hopefully people... You know, if you have your kids in there and you don't let them touch stuff and you try to be as clean as possible, you got to just do your best job. But it is interesting. I would imagine there are people that give you a very dirty look. Like, why would you do that to your kids? All this, no matter what, either you, you know, you don't let them wipe their butt and people get mad at you, or you take them to the store and people get mad at you. I'll tell you, it's pretty much the same thing. Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, I have a question for you, Slim, because you just did it in our headphones as we were waiting to uh, come back on the air. Are bad dad jokes more funny or less funny during the stay-at-home thing? Uh, I think they're more funny to kids. To family members. I think they're less funny in public. Does that make sense? Okay. Like if it's in your family, I do think they're more funny right now. I think they hold more weight inside the household with the people you love. Outside of that, I think they are more annoying because you're on edge with people who are outside your house. That might be fair, actually. Yeah, that you're just a little more tense when you're outside. You don't want to be near people. You're like, you know, you're social distancing. You're like, I hope they're not infected. So you're... You're in, a, you're in a more guarded mood, so nothing's funny. Yep. But when you're home, you're like, I need whatever I can to be entertained. I think so. I think that would be my guess on it. KJ, what do you think? I think that's probably about right. I mean, yeah. I'm going to vote dad joke all the time, though, so just go for it. Did you want to tell yours? Nope. Slim? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> okay. I was workshopping right. out loud, and it didn't work. And so but sometimes you have to say things out loud to try to test them. And then when they don't work, you just move on to the next one. (laughs) All right. I think that's a sensible decision. All right. uh, Kevin, you have uh, an unusual list. I do. That is very true, Jay. Yesterday we were talking about things to do. It was after we got off the air. We were talking about things to do to pass the time. And I said one, and I go, dude, that's, that's on my top five list of weird things to do to pass the time. And of course, anytime I say that, Slim's like, you have a list? I'm like, yeah, of course I have a list. Well, and, and he's I, like, oh, well, could you share the top five with us? And I've been worried about you, KJ, because you seemed over the last, like you were the person I knew more than anyone. You and my buddy Andy, Airway Andy, shout out. You two are the two people I know the most who after one week at home, you guys were like, this is the worst thing ever. 
You, you and Andy were the two people who after a week, you're like, this is the worst. This is the worst. So I'm worried. I'm worried you don't have things to do to keep you busy. Well, and here's the problem. I mean, part of it was, and you also have to remember, <laughs> I'm two weeks ahead of everybody. Well, and that's what I, I was counting that first week. I was counting your very first week where before we were all quarantined. And that was because there was sickness. And I think that was the problem. Okay. I was sick too. So that really stunk. Then the following week got much better. Then uh, being at Judy's was great. It was just so different with the girls. It's so When you have kids and everybody around, it's so busy. When I'm here, dude, I'm pretty much in my room. I go outside for a walk, do whatever. Do, but, I mean, there's just not – it's just me entertaining me. And so I've come <laughs> up with weird things to do to entertain yourself. I love when you have a good list for me, my friend. Now, some of these are kid-friendly. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And some maybe not. That's your decision. Your decision. I'm not going to tell you how to raise your kids. <laughs> number number five on the list. It's when. And this is definitely kid-friendly. Count things in your house. Okay? Does anybody know how many door handles you have, like, front and back of every door in your house? And uh, <laughs> every door. I mean, no. no. Like, I'm looking in my bedroom right now, and I see one, two... Three, four, mm-hmm. five, six. I have six door handles in my bedroom. Jay, look around. And you just have a couple in that room? Uh, do you, well, now are you going to count the knobs on the desk or you're literally only counting door door knobs, door handles? You no, know, it's your game. Make up your rules. I, I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat. If you want to go knobs as well, oh handles and knobs, then I've got to I've got to go knobs. I've got another one, two, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, six, seven, eight. Oh man, I got like eighteen. Well, see, yeah, because you're trying to you're trying to fill time, so you want to count as much as many things as possible, isn't that the whole game? Right. Yeah. yeah, and it yeah. might be good. It might be good to split it up. Say, okay, let's go door handles, and you go and you count all the door handles in the house. Keep the kids busy for a while, counting them all. They come back, then you have to go inspect and make sure there's that many. Uh-huh. So that's pretty great, right? Can I add pillows? something to your game? How many pillows do we have in the house? You you can do anything you'd like to this. How many condiments do we have in the fridge? Well, like you it, pick whatever it is, count things in your house. I mean, the ideal I, game. I was going to say, if you could do the count the doorknobs and, hey, here's a Lysol wipe to take with you. Oh, you for could, sure. That's great. Uh-huh. You know, I would have uh-huh. gone the other way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would have gone the other way on it. Here's a Lysol wipe. Everyone take a guess at how many doorknobs we have in the house. Now let's go count them. Furthest away eats the Lysol wipe. Okay. Oh, Olivia. I'm sorry. Good luck. I mean, she's going to be full. (laughs) Number four, boys. Are you ready for this one? And this, I got to believe, is an item you can still get at the grocery store. I can't imagine that there is a shortage on marshmallows. Oh, my gosh. You got to get the big marshmallows, okay? Okay. And the small ones. I don't care. Get both. And build a marshmallow neighborhood. (laughs) Have you done this yet? No, but I want to so bad. When I thought of this idea last night, I'm like, whoa, dude, what if you built a marshmallow neighborhood? Like it started with a house. Like, you know, you build a marshmallow house. Those are kind of fun, right? Get some toothpicks, whatever. Build your marshmallow house. But then you start building a neighborhood. What if you turn (laughs) the marshmallows into like, you know, different things like that? This is a house. This is look, fire hydrant. There's you make little 
you know, you pretend one's a dog peeing on the fire. Whatever. You just – it's creativity. You build stuff with those marshmallows. How great is that? And you know what's also added bonus, KJ, is that what's that? You can draw on a marshmallow very easily with a sharpie. Oh, okay. So it and then what's really... the, here's the deal. Once you start building a community out of them, Slim, you got to make it clear to the kids: we don't eat these now. These these we can't, we can't eat these. Right. So it also isn't bad. They're not getting all the sugar. They're not eating all that junk, but. And we want to save the marshmallows and put them back in a bag so that we can build with them again. You're going to have the one kid who burns them because that's just the way they like them. <laughs> it's true. true. Yeah. Oh, we had a uh, fire right, in the so neighborhood. That one kid is like, finally. I just want to tell you, about- Kevin, I did. Uh, we went to buy marshmallows the last time we were at the store and they were out. And I don't know why. Maybe it was just a fluke. But I'm going to tell you, if you can get them, this is a brilliant idea. Okay, well, hopefully I didn't just give an idea where there is no marshmallows available. There's some sort of shortage I didn't know about. People might be using it as toilet paper. Also, if you leave them out, they get a little stale, easier to build. That's true. Right. That's the key. That is the key with it. The the longer they're in circulation being built with, the more they turn into an actual building product. Uh, Okay, number three of the top five weird things that you can do to pass time and keep everybody busy Catch an entire bag of popcorn in your mouth one kernel at a time. Oh, yeah. I love it. So you give everybody their bag of popcorn. I would recommend if you're doing with this kids, you go the smaller bag. (laughs) And the job is you don't eat any of it regular. All of it has to be thrown up and caught in your mouth. I do also think. How much time does that take? It's a lot. And I also appreciate a good challenge out of it where you you mark distance right if you have kids you put the tape on the ground and you go okay we've got a three foot throw success now let's move it back to four feet and you continually have a a marker for the longest popcorn tossed in the mouth and you can do this with all sorts of of treats right so you can get further with a heavier treat you know closer with a lighter treat and then just write on the tape on the floor what object that was that you threw that the person caught in their mouth yeah, it's a really so fun that's one. A team and, and game. Yeah. If you want to give the kid, it can be a team game. But Jay, but I also I would say anyone who's lonely, if you're home alone and you're just thinking I got nothing to do, well, first of all, cook popcorn. It's gonna smell great and that's gonna yeah. make you happy. Yeah. Second of all, you sit there and you throw popcorn up and you catch it in your mouth, mm-hmm. an entire bag. You're gonna kill some time, and that's something you can do alone. Or in a group. Preach. Yeah, if you have a James. group, you do best out of 100 or something. You know, you get 100 kernels and go see who can do the best. Yeah, bring it. Let's go. Okay, now this one might get a little weird. But it's one of my favorite ideas. Again, and top five things I'm... Kevin James is doing to kill time. He's got for you to kill time during quarantine. Yeah, we, they're weird. They're strange things. I understand that. And this next one really, really, really proves that. Name all of your unmated socks. Because everybody has like the... The laundry basket with the socks or the container or whatever that has all the unmatched socks, right? And what do we do with it? They are backup toilet paper. We know that. Yeah. But you also puppets. do this. Take each one of them. It's like they're puppets. And you give them a name. Okay? You write that name on that sock. You give them a job. You give them a personality. You give them relationships with other socks. You give them drama that's happened in their life. Oh now, I thought of this one watching the Tiger King last night. So imagine <laughs> that type of 
imagine that type of storyline with your socks, and then you just make them all up, their struggles, their successes, uh, put them all in there. Huh? <laughs> I like that. A couple of your you, socks get married to each other. Or maybe one of your socks marries three of the other socks. Hey, you never right. know. Right. Maybe maybe, yeah. maybe it's a same socks marriage. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right socks. Maybe are, one of your you know, socks rides an elephant. Guys, it, it's one of those. It sounds so stupid when I'm saying it, but if you really allow your creativity and fun with it, you are going to turn a basket of socks that is just kind of wasted right. and an annoyance into maybe your favorite thing. Maybe of one this. of your socks eats one of the other socks. You don't know. Yep. Could happen. You don't, you don't know. And that's just it. I mean, you make it up into whatever you want it to be. And the cool thing is the short story can change every day where all of a sudden you look and you're like, oh, so- right sock Rick used to be hanging out with pink sock Sally over here. And now right sock Rick is missing. We don't even know where he is. Yeah. Oh, he's over here. Look at this. He's with the sexy little sock. In Costa Rica. I don't know. It goes on and on. <laughs> So are you Finally, just telling us that we need to socks. recreate Tiger King with socks? Is that pretty much what's happening? You could, or you could just, I mean, maybe that's not your story. Maybe it's the notebook. Whatever it is, you just, or create your own drama. And unfortunately, sitcom. if you put it on YouTube, I would watch it. Just for the record, if anyone does this and puts it on YouTube, I will watch the series at this point. That's what uh, I need Kevin, to do. do we have and time for your number yes, one? Do. Or do you want- yeah, okay. number one, simple, Jay. It's as easy as it gets. The number one thing you can do to pass time right now, this one not as recommended for the kids, but I think I'm going to start doing it today. It's a time-proven favorite, Whittle. 